So the big question is this, are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags to riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. So now, here's your host, the big kahuna, Corey Peterson. All right, all right. Welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson, and I'm excited that you're here. We've got a good show today for you because I want to talk about something that I think everybody struggles with initially when you're thinking about multifamily and you're thinking about transitioning from either wholesale or fix or flip or really trying to level up or whether you're starting new in the game and you're, you're ready to do something bigger with cash flow, right? And that's called raising private money. So today's podcast, I'm going to focus on some of the, I'm going to try to help move you a little bit and move your thinking to get you to a point where you start believing that you can do this. Because you guys know that I started off with nothing, no money, no credit. I'm that story. So I know how to do this and I can teach you how. And it's not hard, but it does take work. Okay. Anything that in life that you're going to be successful with, it does take work, believe it or not. And so if you will put in the work and you'll do what I ask you to do, ultimately, you're going to start really finding a lot of success. And I'm going to share with you, especially with my fix and flippers, you're going to really like the strategy because I'm going to show you how I transitioned from, you know, raising money for my single family deals to position myself that I was getting my money and my capital ready for apartment deals, right? Very subtle difference in the way you talk about it, but it makes a big difference in getting access to capital for your longer deals, right? And a lot of this is about education, is about telling people and explaining to them what they're doing, what they're getting, and realizing what the capital story is, okay? so. Before we start, though, if you've not, I say this every one, every podcast, go out, go to the Kahuna Wealth Builders website and get the Quick Start Workshop. Okay, this is a video uh, production that I've put in. It's a sequence. You're going to get like six or seven videos out of it that are really good. And they're really, the ones talks about just how, like in detail, the whole thing about OPM, other people's money, how to raise it. And the other one is how to find deals. Um, and then there's about three or four other videos that are somewhere in the sequence. So you want to do that right now. All right. The second thing that I love for you to do is if you can be so kind to head over to iTunes and give me a five-star review. Um, it does it, only if you like it. Okay. But uh, it really does help. So I want to give a couple of shout outs. So I've got uh, by Jocelyn. She says, this is awesome stuff. Wow. This is such a great podcast. I love how Corey is so real. It just feels like it is. Thank you so much, Jocelyn. I, I really appreciate that. I really try to be very transparent and like you, you, uh, you get what you see. 
pretty authentic. I don't think I know how to be any other way. Um, so my next one is from T Alex one, one, one. He said, the genuineness of this guy oozes through your headphones. I've listened to the five episodes that have been released thus far twice. It's that good. He delivers quality content with enthusiasm and energy. Many of the other podcasts on business either just feel like a pitch or is just a drone spewing numbers and statistics. This guy is the total package. Really love it and really resonate. Hold on a minute more. Resonate with the energy. If you are interested in the upper echelon of real estate from a place that won't bore you to death, but give you killer content in digestible pieces, listen to this. So good. Dude, (laughs) that's an awesome, that's awesome, bro. So I really appreciate that. Thank you guys for giving those, uh, leaving those remarks on the podcast. Man, it does, it really is kind of special. It's pretty cool. I'm really humbled by it too, by, by the way. I've been doing multifamily for a while and, you know, I just, I felt like it's time to give back, to tell my story, to tell how I successfully navigated all the, all the things. And, you know, I'm living a cash flow life and, you know, and I want you guys to become cash flow creators. I want you to like have that, that thing in your heart that says, man, I made it right. I'm living the good life and the good life is not fix and flip and wholesale. Now that's a life. I agree. Now, and it's, it's not bad, but it's not great. And the reason is, is because each and every month you start back from zero. And, you know, like that's a lot of work and that takes a lot of people and it takes a lot of systems. And, you know, to make more, you have to work more, build bigger systems or have more people. And um, that's just not what I wanted. I just wanted like, a life of sunsets and palm trees. You guys hear me talk about it all the time. But I want that kahuna lifestyle, right? The big kahuna. And and really, I mean, almost 17 years ago, I had the perfect vision and image of what that was. And, and I've been relentlessly focused. Now, I will tell you, I got a little, you know, sidetracked. I, I got into fix and flip and I almost got stuck. I almost got stuck. But luckily... I transitioned and I transitioned into multifamily in 2011 and I've never looked back and it is an awesome ride. It's a lot of fun. It makes you lots of money, lots of cash flow each and every month for work done once. Okay. That is the beauty of this business. Okay. So let's get into this thing. All right. Let's talk about OPM and let's talk about, first of all, I want, I want to start with like, the single family fix and flippers, because I think this is an easy segue into what you guys are already currently doing. Oh, man, before I even forget, Merry Christmas, everybody. Gosh, darn it. I meant to say that when I first started this thing, but um, I, I just get so focused on my episodes that Merry Christmas and, and, and everybody's getting ready to have a happy new year. Listen, 2018 is going to be a momentous year for you. It's going to be a momentous year for me. And the truth is, is you have to believe it. You have to soak it all in and tell yourself your self-talk is so important in this business, in anything in life. Your self-talk is super important, okay? Even if you're in the restroom and you're sitting there and you're reading a book or whatever it is, tell yourself you're a multimillionaire. (laughs) Start believing. Tell yourself daily that you have what it takes because you have to do this. You absolutely have to start programming your mind to think 
It's okay if you fall, if you stumble, if you get knocked down. It's going to happen, okay? That is life. I'm telling you. I've got more scrapes and bruises, and luckily I had a wonderful wife that picked me up and brushed me off and then kicked me out the door and said, go get them. <laughs> and so that's, that's what it takes. It's really a game of never quitting. If you'll never quit, I promise you, you'll be successful, right? So Merry Christmas from my family to yours. I really, it, it, I come from, this is a crazy Christmas. My kids are grown and are, you know, 12 and 13. I say they're grown. I mean, they're not out of the house. But it's Christmas is different here at my house. And, um, but it's still filled with a lot of love. And we're actually getting ready to live that cash flow life because I'm recording this on, I think, the December 27th. The 27th, I think when it gets released, it'll be a happy new year. So I'm going to wish you a happy new year too. <laughs> I will be in um, Utah doing some snow skiing with my family. So um, one thing about the cash for life is that you do get to go on lots of vacations. I mean, so I'm not trying to brag here. I'm just trying to like tell you how it is. So like we just went to Hawaii. I'm going to the Kentucky Derby in May. We're doing... We're going to another, we're going to somewhere Sedona in March. I'm going back to Hawaii in June. We got a couple of other like trips. Um, there's a San Diego trip in there somewhere. We're going to go back to, oh, well, uh, in, Jan in January, like the 17th, I'm going on a cruise. So like, I just say all that stuff is because I want you to know we're really, truly the reason you should do this business now. And I want to give you another little just mindset twist here guys i still live in the same house i've owned for the last 10 years okay um it is not the taj mahal okay i could afford the taj mahal like what's the point now there'll probably be a day in a couple more years when you know i've got a three-car garage now and i think once my daughter gets ready to start driving i'm gonna have to upgrade okay because i need a bigger garage <laughs> isn't that sick i'm gonna buy a brand new house or build a my my dream house because i need more garage space but that's truly what's going to happen but I've purposely, purposely have not tried to keep up with the Joneses, right? We lived in the same house for the last 10, uh, almost 12 years, and it's been done on purpose, is because we want to live like no one else is living. Um, we just did a big deal. I paid off two of my rental properties. We are always trying to pay off more of our debt, right? Or even our business debt, right? For our, all my single family uh, rentals. And, and we call that, so I got this from Mitch. Mitch, um, I can't think of his last name. Uh, he just wrote a book. I'll find it, I'll put it in the show notes, okay? But um, anyways, he talks about building your moat. And he's like, you know, every castle, when you have a castle, you have like a moat around the castle. What's the moat's job? It's to protect the castle. And so if you want a bigger castle, before you can have a bigger castle and expand your castle, You've got to expand your moat first. And so your moat is everything that I think is paid for in, in, in real terms. We're like, that's your paid off assets. It's like having no personal debt, no credit card debt, um, having your house paid for. Now, this house is not free and clear yet, but in the next three years, it will be. And that's part of what my three-year plan to, to buy a new house is this one's got to be paid for first. And then um, all my rental properties will be paid for. And so that's kind of my, my goal is to have a really big moat that produces income each and every month 
to build my lifestyle. And, and the reason for that is, man, when downturns and bad things happen to the economies, I never want to be in a position where I'm going to be a house of cards, okay? And to do that, you've got to be very strategic. And you've got to say and learn to say no to yourself, okay? Say no to yourself in your wants in the beginning, right? Now, you can still give yourself a goal and reward yourself when you do a big deal. But, man, I'm telling you, the life I live now is because I've lived a life that no one wanted to live for a while, right? I moved out of this house. We're talking about, I was talking with a friend in 2010. I was just, 2000, man, it was 2000, early 2010. I moved out of my house, this house, 4,200 square foot house, all the furniture. We moved out of this house and lived with my sister-in-law in one bedroom. Why did I do that? Man, I just started to real start. Well, I started real real estate. I've been there for a year and a half. I started making money, and we still had a mountain of debt, just like suffocating us. And so I looked at my wife. We actually read Dave Ramsey, and we said, "Hey, uh, you know what? What are we willing to do to try to get and tackle this?" And we're like, "Everything's on the table." And we moved out of this house. We moved out of this house, and that's a big deal. And it was not fun. Um, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy even talking to the neighbors. Here I am supposed to be a successful real estate guy and I'm moving out of my house. Like those conversations were tough, but they were tough. Like maybe for the first one or two. And then I, I, I me and my wife were talking about, it. I'm like, who are we kidding? We don't have to be ashamed of this. Are we like, no. And we, and we, we proclaimed it right there. Like we're, we're like, we're going to change our self-talk. This is what we're doing. We make no excuses for why we're doing it. We're doing it because we know it's going to get us ahead, and that's what the Petersons are going to do. How powerful is that statement? It's powerful, isn't it? And we boldly proclaimed that to all our neighbors. We made no excuses. We made no apologies. And they're like, wow. And, uh, and so we, we lived in a, a one, one room of our sis, my sister-in-law's house for nine months. We'd rented this house out for a full year on that ninth month, the uh, renter called and said, hey, we want to move out. We think we found a house to buy. Can we move out? Can we break our lease? Of course, we're like doing the happy dance. We're like, hell yeah, you can move out. We're moving back in. And so we moved all our stuff back in. We paid off a mountain of debt, a mountain of debt. And um, I'll, never forget, I'll never forget that time. So I know I'm like 18 minutes into this podcast. And we've not even talked about what I want to talk about yet. So, but I got to give you guys these little hints and clues because this is the secret of living that life no, no one else wants. And I don't want to be just about multifamily. I want to be about life. My, my podcast is about life. It's about becoming a cash flow creator, about living legacy wealth and leaving that on to your family and your kids and for you to enjoy what life has to offer because I'm telling you, most people are zombies. They go out each and throughout the day and they hate life. That's not me. I love it. I enjoy it. I embrace it. I have a great time. And I just, I look forward to what's going to happen next. And you should too. And so that's why you're here. Okay. Gosh, dang. I'm sorry I ran it, guys. But I'm like, you know, I, I'm like a white, <laughs> I see white rabbits and I chase them. I chase them. <laughs> okay. So back to single family home investors. Okay. So 
most of you guys, now, if you're not raising private money for single family flips, maybe you're using, I don't know, bank loans or hard money. I'm going to give you a couple techniques to really move the needle on how you're going to position yourself for, to get private money for apartments. Okay. And this is exactly what I did. So when you're meeting now, I want to say one little quick ever caveat to start raising money, put yourself in leadership positions wherever you're at. If you volunteer for Rotary, get in some type of uh, part where you're volunteering and you're ahead of something. If you're doing your own RIAs or you have meetings, create. if you're not, create one and start doing one. Put yourself in leadership positions where you are teaching what you know. Whatever it is in real estate, teach what you know. Very important to do that, right? Put yourself in leadership positions. And the more you teach, the better you're going to get at what you're doing anyways, and it's also going to put you in, a, in places of authority, okay? It helps when you're in a places of authority. Now, so when you're meeting people one-on-one, now, and raising private money is always done one-on-one. You can talk about the message in a group session, but when you're going to actually get with people and talk about it, it's going to happen when you're one-on-one, Okay. And here's how that conversation goes. This is really how you should lead that conversation. I've done this conversation many a times. In fact, I'm probably, no, this is my, I'm going to bring in one of my um, investors. His name is Dick Noss. And um, I will bring him on my podcast and we'll have this conversation. This will be a fun podcast of how we met, how he gives me money, and how that all transpired. Because I'm going to tell the story now, but it's going to be funner when he tells the story. So when you're in a position of a place where you're wanting to talk with somebody about private money and you're having the story. So remember, um, if you guys have downloaded my quick start workshop, you're, you realize that I believe in you have to have two pieces of things that you're going to bring with you. And either you bring it with you in your mind or you bring it with you in the fame of, of, you know, a real form. And that's your credibility kit, which is talks about what you've done and who you are. And if you've not started or anything like that, then you better borrow somebody else's credibility kit, right? Partner with somebody. Go find someone that help you bring credibility to the game. And then the other thing is you're going to have what I call your private money program. So for a single family, that is um, a private money lending program is really key. Now, we don't use it so much in multifamily. You just want to have your credibility kit. and It'll help tell the story. But for if you're doing single families, it's nice to have, like, here's how people give me money. Here's how you become the bank. And um, I will probably, I'll try to leave a link. Actually, I will leave a link in the show notes of where to get. I'll give you one for free. And um, I'll have to figure out where to do that. So let me write that down in my notes. Give a private money. See, like, I do these things, and then I'm like, man, I just give away something for free. <laughs> got to write my notes down. So... When you're talking with him, here's here's how the story goes. So I'm going to use Dick. I'm acting like I'm talking to Dick. Dick, hey, listen, you know, tell me about, you know, I usually just, you got to start with, you know, tell me about yourself. What's your investment goals? What's your dreams? You know, what are you looking to achieve? And he's going to give me all the feedback, right? And and really, you always talk, you know, get them to talk about themselves first. And then once we've kind of gotten that piece out of the way, now it's kind of like now it's my opportunity to say, okay, well, Here's what we do, right? And so what we really do is we start with 
we we invest in apartments and this i'm giving you the story exactly how i would tell it to a a new person and like i'm really i'm doing i'm acting like i'm doing fix and flips but i'm also i've got apartments that i want to do or maybe that i am doing okay and so what i would i start with the apartment story first okay and so i'd be like dick you know here's what we really do we're really good at solving income problems right the great thing about what our apartments do is they provide a source of income and a source of payment and we because we pay our investments investors quarterly and so what i find is in when people get closer to retirement they're not looking for you know large sums of money i mean that they're 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 turning into they need income they need income from their investments and based upon what you told me is that you know you're you're getting close to wanting to you, you need more income and what you don't want to do what most investors don't want to do is they don't want to like spend down their principal and that sounds kind of like where you're at and he'll say yeah 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 and i said well what, what we offer is a way that most um it's not out there in wall street okay you can't find my product on wall street and quite frankly most uh, financial uh, financial advisors will tell you that I'm crazy that, and that they don't do real estate. It's risky. Well, it's risky for someone that's untrained. I will absolutely say yes. But for someone that spent a lifetime doing it, it's really not that risky, right? We've learned how to mitigate risk and that's what we do. And, you know, we believe that there's power in buying multiple properties in one location, right? And, you know, with the economy, the way it's the way it's uh, transitioned now is we have all these millennials, right? Guess what millennials don't want to do? And I'll let them try to answer the question. They don't want to do what? They don't want to buy a house. They want to rent. They want the flexibility of, to be to do and go wherever they want to. And they start shaking their head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, let's talk about all the retirement people, like the baby boomers. Guess what? They're all starting to retire now. What do you think they're doing? They're downsizing. They're selling their homes. And what are they what are they moving into? They want to move into places where all the stuff's done. They're renting, they're renting. They don't want to own as much anymore. They really don't. They're downsizing. And there's like, yeah, yeah, they start shaking their head. And so there's two big groups of populations of people that are not wanting to own anymore. And so what do you think that does on on our the housing market? You know, it makes rents, renting, renting apartments very very appealing and so and that we understand that and that's the space that we're in and so we tell this story and then we talk about you know what we really do well is we are good at buying old stuff right 70s and 80s to 90s product right and that suffer from two main culprits one is deferred maintenance in other words people buy stuff they don't fix them up and they let it start to deteriorate and the other one is bad management and Honestly, most properties have a combination of both. And so, and what we do really well is we know how to fix fixable problems, okay? We can easily fix deferred maintenance with money, right? Money is available to help fix things up. They're like, yep, shaking their head. And the other thing that we do really, really do really well is we fix bad management. I have a great management company. And management is all about systems. It's about systems and procedures and how they train our staff to follow those systems and how they hold them accountable. And what's our KPIs, right? What's a KPI? We say 
And they're like, I don't know what's KPI. Well, it's a key performance indicator. And we have lots of KPIs in our system to help manage our people, okay? And at the end of the day, our, our job, we have a people business, right? Our job is to hire the right people in the right locations, in the right spots. And when we do that well, our systems that we have in place, they just carry out the orders. And that gives us great management. So we can fix you know, deferred maintenance and, and bad management very simply. And that's what we do best on these older properties. Now, guess what? They don't build old properties anymore. And so we, we really specialize in taking those. And because we know how to fix those two problems, we get to make lots of profit. And people understand that. They're like, okay, so we get paid to fix things up. Now, we buy, though, we buy based on cash flow. And so they started to, you know, and why is that important? Well, here's what, the reason we buy on cash flow is we know when we fix these two things, it's going to produce cash flow. And cash flow is when the economy goes down and up and, and it cycles, right? If your cash flow, if people are paying rent each and every month, right? Rent may go down a little bit, but it doesn't go down a lot. Statistically, the rent stay even or, or they continuously raise. And, and we never disappoint our renters. We always raise our rent, even if it's 10 or 15 bucks. So statistically, we start seeing an increase in rents, and that's going to weather the downturns of a bad economy. Like, you know, I, I tell the story of like, you know, back in 2009, when the market crashed, 2008, 2009, when the market crashed, I had um, three rental properties in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And um, I still own all those properties in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Why? So I bought them based on cash flow. Now my price of the value went down a little bit, but I bought them. I bought them right. I bought them because they 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 were able to carry my mortgage each and every month with the tenants that I had in them. And so I still own those properties today. Didn't have to foreclose. So that makes a lot of sense to a lot of people. So you start telling that story, and that's really the the money story. Okay. Now the transition is this. Now. So here we're going to go. We're now we're going to move the transition. So that's what almost all my investors do is they want to do that. So here's the thing. You know, it, most of these investments are a five-year commitment. And, um, you know, this is the first time we're meeting. And sometimes that's like a real large step for people to make is to go from I don't know you to I'm going to give you my money and you're going to have it for five years. Um, but the truth is when most people initially approach me, and they start doing like, you know, they do single family. So we do single family flips too, right? And they, most of these people are already going to know that, that that's what you do. And they're probably thinking you're going in there talking about single families, right? But you're going to sell them on the cash flow story, okay? And you say the reason most people want what I found, and let me, let me finish this, my sales pitch here. What I found is that most people, what they're really looking for is consistency. It's that consistency and pay that I think people that most people dream about, right? Most people do not have the wherewithal to ride out the highs and lows of this crazy stock market. And they are willing to take a little bit less for consistency, right? And especially over a long period of time. And the great thing about our properties, the way we, we pay two ways in our multifamily uh, properties. The first way we pay is we pay based on cash flow each and every month. Our renters, they pay rent. We take all that money, we pay all our bills, and we have money left over. 
And then every quarter we look at all the profits and we pay you. We normally give our investors a preferred rate of return. Now, um, I'm not going to give out rates usually when I'm first talking with somebody. Okay. I'm just going to say we pay a preferred rate of return. And so I'm just, I'm, I, I, cause I don't have a deal yet. I'm showing them and all deals are different. Right. But I just want to talk about a preferred rate of return. And, um, then, so that's, and, and the, we pay every quarter and most investments never pay quarterly. So this is like that mailbox money, that money that you can get each and every quarter that you can use to structure your, how you're living, right? Or for rich people, so you can get out of your job. The more cash flow you have is when, you know, when you have enough cash flow to replace your income, you get to leave your job. That's the story. And eventually... You know, after that five years, we're going to have a sale. And when we sell that property, we're going to have another big chunk of money. And that's going to be another piece. And so um, that makes a lot of sense to people. Like, oh, okay. And so the cool thing about apartments, and unlike single families, now I just transitioned to single families, is with single families, it's all based on each and every deal. <coughs> you give me your money. And then I do a deal, then I'm going to give it back to you, then you're going to give it back to me, and then I give it back to you, and you give it back to me. And we got to keep doing all this dance. And, I mean, it's kind of like a lot of work. And what I find is most people, they just want to set it, and I usually just say set it, and, and they'll say the next part is forget it. And I go, is that something like, you know, you still want to watch and know what's going on, but you just don't want to be hassled by each and every month or each and every quarter. Does that sound like you? They're like, yeah, yeah, that sounds like me. Notice how when I say, does that sound like you? That's called a buy-in. I'm trying to get a buy-in for him, right? The more I get these people saying and shaking their head, yes, this is how we're cultivating the story, right? I purposely not left in my, I, I call it my Susie, Susie Q story and uh, my doctor income story, Susie income story, doctor income story. You got to go to my quick start workshop and get my series and you'll be able to hear those stories because I, I tell those usually those stories in this piece. So now we're going to go for the full turn. And this is really important for single family fix and flip guys. So I told the story, I got them all talked about, like I talked about nothing but multifamily. And then I say, well, but and then I go, but I don't know you and you don't really know me. I'm not sure if we're ready for a long-term relationship. And when I say that people start laughing. You know, I'm like, you know, we've barely even started the date. And here I am asking you for a five-year commitment. I don't want to get married yet. You may not want to get married to me, and I may not want to get married to you. And so I pull it away. I say, here's what I, here's what a lot of investors do with me. I think it's it makes the most sense is that let's do a single family fix and flip deal. Let me do something that's a little bit, a little bit easier in a way. Um, I can give you some security. Like we can give you a note, deed of trust collateralize your money and like do something for 90 days or 90 to 120 days. And each a fix and flip is usually between, you know, 90 to six months, 90 days to six months. And let's see if we can do a deal together. And I want you to see how I operate. I want you to see how you can give me your money and then I'm going to give it back to you later with interest. And that's probably the best way for us to start the relationship and go from there. Because I think the, the real transition is you really want to be in the multifamily stuff, but I don't I don't know you good well enough yet to even put you there, right? Those are for my best clients, my select clients that I that I like working with because it's a long term commitment from each other. And we got to make sure that we. So let's let's go do let's do a single family fix and flip first, 
and see if we can um, enjoy that relationship. And so um, when I do that, now I, I still um, are gonna I'm gonna follow up with them on my multifamily side. I'm gonna give them my dashboards. I'm gonna give them my full accounting, the things that I that I talk about um, in my other videos, and really overwhelm them with, with why multifamily is the right place. But dude, this is magic. This is how you can easily unlock all your current private money. So like even with all your current private money lenders, that's the story you have. You say, so that's how you tell it for new new investors, for the old investors, right? For investors that have been giving you money for fix and flip. You, this is how I would tell the story right now and today, like today. Man, the market is super hot. It is getting a lot harder to find deals to fix and flip. And so we're going to start transitioning. We're going to start transitioning into cash flow. And we're going to do it through apartments. Right? And then you should go back and tell the, all the features and benefits of why apartments. And here's why. Because, you know, we, you keep on giving me your money. Now, here's the thing. If you're paying too much in money, you're going to give them a, like, reality check. The market is tough. Um, you're going to lower your cost of capital. You're going to start giving them. Anytime the market goes up or the market's really good or there's things like, I don't know, use Bitcoin. Bitcoin's at 14000 so we're going to have to like cut our, <laughs> my cost of capital is going to have to go down, right? Or something. I mean, you can, dude, you can lower your cost of capital a lot easier than you think. It really is a lot easier than you think. And get that done, okay? That will help you tremendously in the capital game okay lowering your cost of capital <clears throat> and so sometimes you have to transition your investors from if they're getting a high piece of capital and you're going to transition over to a multifamilies and you're trying to lower your cost of capital which you should you've got to sell them on the consistency because with fix and flip sometimes they give you your money back and i'm not going to work it for an another 30 days or i'm going to try to always work it but sometimes it just doesn't happen and so you miss income. And so they think they're getting a high rate of return. But if they're averaging out, they're probably getting the same return as you'd give them consistently with apartments. There you go, right? All right, I'm coming on 41 minutes. So I am going to, hopefully this has been like really good. Like, so all I can tell you is this. And I, I raised millions and millions of dollars transitioning all my fix and flip investors from single family money to I said, guys, here's the promised land. It's called multifamilies. This is where we're going. I started talking to them. I started educating them on why. I showed them, I showed them the path. They already knew and trusted me. So if you already have investors, they already know and trust you. Know this, right? Just tell them that this is where you're gonna go. And they'll follow you. And they'll follow you because they know, like, and trust you. That's the money game is all about trust. It really is. When you achieve that, people will give you referrals. They'll, they'll raise all the money for you. I mean, it is a beautiful thing, okay? So that's two good tips on how to, with new people and with your current money that you have in single family fix and flips, if you'll use that technique, you will start getting and unlocking lots and lots of private money. Guys, hey, I, I appreciate you. You know, this is a long one, 42 minutes um, of sticking with me and hanging out with me and listening to this podcast. Guys, if you've not done so, man, help me out. I love it when I get those iTunes uh, ref uh, re reviews, man. I just like reading them. 
I want to know that you guys enjoy what I'm saying. Um, that it's not just falling on deaf ears. Um, I keep seeing um, my podcast grow and grow and grow. I keep getting more and more and more downloads. So I know the message is going out. Share it with others. Go out there and tell the world about what you discovered because I think I'm unique in what I do. That I have a very simple way of, of taking something of what I think is probably complicated, but I have a way to, I think, make it a little bit simpler. And guys, I want, I want nothing but the best from you. I want nothing to, but to see like people get excited and start dreaming and living and learning and saying to themselves that they probably can do it. And then to say that I can, and then saying I will. That is the beauty of our minds and what we're capable of. So go out there, be the best you you can be. Have a 2018 is going to be epic. It's going to be epic for you. It's going to be epic for me. And remember, remember this. Your paradise, your paradise, your paradise is possible. Have a wonderful day, guys. Thanks and enjoy it.